Well, hello everyone. I'm Ronnie Jordan and welcome to another edition, another episode of Oh, the Stories I'll Tell. Hey, this one today I think you're going to enjoy, especially if you have children, uh, especially if you have young children and maybe maybe you have one or two who aren't doing as well in school as you thought they should be doing and they're having difficulty and they're discouraged and you're discouraged. Well, perhaps this story today will uh, shed a new light on what's happening. Let me tell you about this little fellow. When I was a principal, his, oh, his parents always knew he was smart, but he was smart in a different way. He, quite honestly, never played the typical school game well. Yet, if it was something in which he was interested, he did remarkably well. For example, he was always interested in machines. He was notably good at eye-hand coordination. And one of his greatest gifts was he loved people. And as you might suspect, they loved him in return. But his math and reading and social studies and science grades almost always reflected a need for improvement, as the teacher would put it. As you might suspect, he generally, to quote him now, forgot to do his homework. If he did it at all, he generally lost it. His desk and his locker were classified as a mess, and he spent a great deal of his school day socializing again, the teacher's term, socializing with other students. But of all the subjects, reading was one of his most difficult. He simply did not enjoy reading. And this grieved his parents because they loved to read. His two sisters read every book they were handed, but reading to the middle child, this young man, was something he just didn't grasp. It had started back in kindergarten, and it continued for what seemed like an eternity. He didn't read when he started elementary school, and to be quite honest, he wasn't doing much better when he started the middle school. And while his parents were certainly frustrated, you can only imagine how frustrated he must have been. You know, sometimes we forget about that. Oh, there were all the usual tests that schools do to see what his problem is, and as a result of those scores, he was eventually assigned to special classes. Now, getting through middle school was not without its frustration either. In fact, successes became even more of a rarity for the struggling young man. Oh, there were those extra classes during the summer he would attend. There were a few correspondence courses he took to get credit for a class he had not passed. There were tutors along the way. And while the older sister and the younger sister brought home the good grades and the accolades, this middle child often expressed his disappointment through anger and rebellion. But in spite of poor grades and 
incomplete assignments and few successes. He did graduate from high school one year later than originally planned. A new college wasn't in his plans at that point in his life, so he joined the military, and he had a four-year journey around the globe. Then came marriage. He took a job with the operations division of a major airlines and eventually had children of his own. But then, almost 16 years after he had graduated from high school, it seemed like he was ready. He's ready to read. He's ready to take school much more seriously. He was even ready to try a little bit of college. And so you can imagine the joy when his parents got a phone call from their son one evening while they were dining. You can imagine the thrill when they heard about his first exam and his first college course. The parents, oh, happened to be dining in a restaurant when the cell phone rang. Their son, who's now mature, conscientious, 32-year-old, told them that he had just gotten home from his evening class, and he wanted them to know he had made a perfect score on his very first college exam. 100. Well, you could tell from his voice that he was so proud, and you can tell that he's excited about the results. And his parents, oh, I'm pretty sure they just congratulated him and in their minds saying, oh, thank you, Lord, it's been a long wait, but well worth it. Well, the course that the young man was taking would teach participants about something called programmable logic controllers. A lot of math involved. People who understand those things refer to them simply as PLCs. And I guess it's time to tell you, this young man that I seem to know so much about is our son, Todd who at the time worked for Southwest Airlines, and he was one of a handful of employees who understood the electronic workings of such devices, PLCs, that are used on conveyors and robotic equipment and so forth. And the reason I tell you about our son's success is so that you won't give up on a child either. We didn't. His teachers didn't. And fortunately, he didn't either. You know, it may be a long time before some students are ready to learn. But when they are, look out. A wise educational psychologist once told us, Oh, folks, don't worry about Todd. He was just picked green. I love that. She went on to say, one of these days, he'll mature. And you know, she was right. It reminded me of the Chinese philosopher who once said, when the child is ready to learn, the teacher will come. 
Oh, way to go, Todd. Your mom and dad, we knew all along that you had it in you. And we're excited to know that now you know it too. Well, if you have a child like this, don't give up on them. We've entitled this podcast, It May Take a While, but Never, Never, Never Give Up. Encourage them, pray for them, be their, be their support group, and never give up. And until next time, this is Ronnie Jordan reminding you that yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today, today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Have a good day, everybody. I'm Ronnie Jordan. Until next time on Oh, the Stories I'll Tell.